It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> oh. Hi. Name with that hello. Um, how are we, Laura? How are we, Victoria? How oh, it's, are been a, we? it's been a fucking week and a half, hasn't it? <laughs> oh my god! Are so we, only, we only recorded on Monday, but yeah, we're, so true. Yeah, we are here. I am back from my adventures of the Isle of Wight. You are, but yeah, you survived. Sort of shitting in sawdust. Chitting in sawdust. What does that mean? It, well, uh, the place that we stayed at, which was amazing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about it. It was a treehouse, wasn't it? It wasn't a tree. I see a door opening. It's not a child. Don't worry. It's just the wind. Oh my God. That would. Fr- I thought it was a child. Yeah, no, I was like, because Oliver just ran oh, in and was like, look at my new book. <laughs> he's fucked off now. So. So basically, Steve and I have surmised the place that we went to, although absolutely perfect for families, it's only perfect for families if you really enjoy being with your children. Like, um, I'm out. <laughs> but otherwise, it would have been the most beautiful couple's escape because Ooh. we stayed in basically what I can describe as a triangle. That's um, right. And the top peak of the triangle had a little triangular window and through there was a double bed so that you could literally lay and look across at this beautiful landscape. What did we get? The fucking sofa put you up, which was two singles, by the way. So, oh um, no! This, what did you do? Did you and Steve sleep together, and the kids slept in the the nice the boy, room? Obviously, the boys got the best. Yeah, and Steve always. and I got the shitty fucking beds down down the bottom. I mean, it was fine. I, I as I said to you, I went over to the island. I was rough as fuck. I felt so yeah, where, ill. Where were you? I was really poorly, and I woke up on Monday with sciatica, which was just <laughs> that walking around a fucking kids' farm. In the rain with sciatica and also feeling like a fucking hairy arsehole was not up there no. as the uh, top 10 things to do before you die. And yet there I was doing it. This is a um, problem, isn't it, though? The UK holiday, and I really felt like this, obviously, because we went away, mm-hmm. whatever it was, a week ago. That's the that's the major downside of the UK holidays. Yeah. There's no fucking guarantee on the weather. No. And it's it, it always inevitably pisses it down. And then yeah. what the fuck do you do? Because you're not even in your own space. Yeah. I know exactly because this is the thing like Steve and I have said on so many occasions we want to go to Cornwall on holiday with the kids <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling that. you now I'm not gonna fucking do it because no. I am not traveling for fucking hours for it to literally rain the entire time that door just shut and no, everything's it's... like flapping around like mad hold on let me just close I'm not the door. coping with that door it's freaking me out <laughs> so um yeah yeah, we uh, we stayed in a place that had no flushable toilet. So you basically sat on a box with a hole in it. You had to piss in the front part because if you piss in the back part, it would make the whole toilet stink. Um, Wait so, a minute, was this was it inside the house? This little yeah. toilet. Oh yeah. lord. You shit, and then you'd pour sawdust over the top of it because the sawdust would stop the smell. Of course, but I can honestly say on the fourth day, Vic. We were. Right. It was. It was challenging to yeah. say the least. I was um, going to say. I mean, our family is. I would say the ratio of poos per day is 
it's almost unacceptable. I'm not well, even the culprit either. Oh no, Steve is Rob. the big shitter. Yeah, Rob, Rob and Edith, I think between them they do eight poos a day. Fucking hell, you would have absolutely, it'd be brimming. <laughs> Thing is, the the couple said, just message us, we can get rid of it. Like, we'll deal with the toilet. You know, it's, when you're like, so funny. Just, I would never, ever, ever want to deal with someone else's shit. No, me neither. Like, I just wouldn't. And there's nothing about me that is interested in ever learning how to do it in the most, you know, sort of tactical way possible. Was it kind of like don't... a like some sort of like sustainable eco place? It say. is a completely sustainable place. So like the wee travels down to the reeds, it's purified and then pumped back in. So it is completely self-contained. It is mm-hmm. incredible, like absolutely yeah. amazing what they're doing. And so they take your shit and they turn it into... Like, fertilizer or something yeah and then they fertilize all of the stuff that they grow on the property so they had like raspberry bushes sunflowers all of it that is I'm saturated thinking, with poo saturated like... with someone's shit yeah um so Sounds yeah great <laughs> it, well, yeah it, it, and the, but you know the first day was great second day still good but the third and fourth day our children who had zero wi-fi and no tv uh it te- weird we'd hit a level of fucking hell please somebody pass my children a tablet or yeah well this is it isn't it you like me a little bit with a no tv in the place i stayed you went back to the victorian times i mean literally because you were shitting in sawdust yeah Yeah. it makes me realize how much my kids like they're really good on a day-to-day basis together but when you put them together repeatedly considering the fact one of them is nearly a teenager as well so yeah, we've got to give hard. props to that poor lad funny gap now isn't there age gap yeah it is a funny gap and it, you know what it, it either works that's the only way i could describe it it works beautifully or it works terribly that, so, i'd say that's the same with my kids as well like it's either yeah. amazing and their best mates or absolute fucking yeah. hell so like Toby's birthday is tomorrow. So Toby had a birthday party yesterday and we came back from the birthday party and between, you know, Elliot was really like, this is where Elliot makes my heart swell because yeah. I lo- he's so adorably beautiful is that he was like, pass me your cards. I'll read them to you. Aww. You know, so he opened every single card and like read them all out to Toby and Toby sat listening. And I was like, oh my God, this is such a beautiful moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Friday, <laughs> Steve and I both, when we were waiting to catch the ferry home, we both got out of the car and sat on a bench by the car just so that we weren't near them because we couldn't fucking cope with them any longer. It's fucking car journeys though. Oh, it's just, no, they're just too much. What made it worse is that Toby then came out and moaned to me about his brother. So he walked through dog shit. Oh no. Got back in the car. Oh, he walked the worst smell. through the passenger seat. <laughs> so it's on where you had to sit. Steve, where Steve had to sit. Oh, Steve was sitting. Oh no. He then walked into the back of the fucking car. So he put it on the back seat as well. So they then both ended up out of the car gagging because it stank of fucking dog shit in the car. I was like, fuck my life. This is awful. <laughs> Let's go been, home now. I've, I've never been so thankful to get home. Steve is like, I don't ever want to go to the fucking Isle of Wight with those kids again. <laughs> but honestly, I think it's when the weather's shit. I know. I know. Yeah, we, we had some awful days when we went away. Like, oh God, just pissing it down. But I, you know what? When we're when we go abroad and it's hot, we don't have the same level of shit. We just yeah. don't. I don't know what it is. Why yeah. is it different? But the sunshine just chills everything out. Maybe because you don't care, you don't give as much of a shit either because you're just like, hey man, look at this beautiful place, the sun's shining. Yeah. But next year, 
we are 100% doing a foreign holiday because we've not done one yet with Edith. She's never oh, been abroad. You'll be fine. You're good. Yeah. You're good to go now. I, yeah, I'm looking You're out of the red to. zone. I'm out of the red zone. I'm out of the red yeah. zone. Um, yeah, well, I've had a week and a half, haven't I? Jesus mm. Christ. It's been a lot. Been oh, a can lot I just say on. how many people have messaged to say, for fuck's sake, girls, you made me cry. I know. Yeah, I've had the same uh, for <laughs> our last episode. Oh, R. We, I, I was crying. She was crying. We were all crying. Then we made everyone else cry. It, it was emotional. It was it? emotional. Right, come on, debrief. Debrief. Um, so what's happened? Uh if you listen to this and you didn't listen to last week's then Oh no, no. Let's have a conversation about the fact that yeah. Victoria, we recorded Monday. On Tuesday, I message Vic uh, a question and she replies back. She goes, oh, uh, that might be a bit difficult cause. And she sent a picture of her in a fucking operating <laughs> gown. And I went, what the fuck? And she said, I'm having my Kirkle tunnel done. I said, how could we have spent so much time chatting shit yesterday? And I and never mentioned that. did you mention your Kirkle tunnel operation? But it's, it's one of those things where I, I think I have talked about my Kirkle tunnel on here yeah. before. It's oh, been... you've... It's been it's been the bane of my life for the last <laughs> well, the last seven years because I got it when I was pregnant with Oliver. Oh really? Um, yes, that's when it bloody started, mate. It's been How that does it feel? long. So um like a pinching nerve. No, not really. So it's brought on by it can be brought on by pregnancy. That's that's obviously how I had it. So yeah. it, it, the carpal tunnel is like, um, now I might have this wrong. So, you know, I'm me and you aren't very good at listening, are we? <laughs> but I think it's it's a nerve, the carpal tunnel, and it yeah. gets compressed right. um, by extra fluid. So, I mean, that I put on like, I think it was four and a half stone with Oliver. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I had a quite a lot of extra fluid pumping yeah, around but how me. Come, how come it didn't go away after? Because obviously you went back. So I think because it had sort of, um, it had sort of not damaged it, but it made it sensitive. It sensitized it, uh... I think. Um, so yeah, I, I did lose that extra fluid, but however, the carpal tunnel didn't go away. And then it can be brought on by RSI, so repetitive wanking. Yeah, repetitive strain injury. And I do think, especially since I've been doing, uh, you know, professional Insta wanking yeah. <laughs> for four years, I think being oh. on my phone for yeah. a lot, like a lot in my right, I'm right-handed. So I hold the phone in my right hand all the time. I think that's really impacted it. Plus I've been a serial decorator. Um, mm. So all of those things have just kept it aggravated. And it came back with a vengeance when I was pregnant with Edith. And then after Edith, it, it was just so horrific last year, specifically, to the point where I couldn't even hold a teacup. Um, a teacup? I'm holding teacups now. Am what? I? Because even like it's t- too heavy, almost so painful. Like hurts. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I didn't have any strength in my grip. So how it manifests um, <laughs> is at nighttime mainly. My my two main fingers, middle finger and index finger, and then my thumb would become completely numb, have really horrific pins and needles, and I wouldn't even be able to move them. So it was always, I said, it felt like I had three giant erections on my hand. Wow. And uh, it would take a lot for that that to go. Would that, would that hurt though? Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, because it's like really bad pins and needles. Um, but then what, happens there, what happened then was that that sensation was moving into my palm and then also the pain was just sort of there a lot and it went into my forearm. So it's pretty bad. Right. And it took a while to get to the point of having the uh, operation. It's the NHS, so it takes 25,000 years. 
Yeah. No disrespect to the NHS, but you need to sort it out, you fucking slags. Um, so <laughs> I, and, and the thing is, if I'd just seen the consultant at the first uh, appointment, rather than having to go to the physio eight times, they would have just said, yeah, you fuck love, get it done now. But that didn't happen, whatever. So it'd been booked in for a while and I'd just sort of forgotten that it was happening amongst Ian. death and Ian. Um, and uh, then they gave me the date and it was one of those where I was like, they said, well, you can have it on the 8th of August or you can have it on like the 24th of October. And so obviously I was like, well, it needs to be the 8th of August because I'm sick of this um, mm. limp little feeble hand. Uh, so, yeah, I just forgot. And then all of a sudden it was the 8th of August. Like, oh, yeah, shit, I'm actually having an operation today. But it was so strange because it was at a hospital. It was at a private hospital, even though it was NHS. And like 10 of us had it one after the other. So we was all went in. Was it a quick procedure? 11 minutes. Oh, Lord. I Were know. You awake? Were you awake? I was awake. It's general mm-hmm. anesthetic. And I local. was number two. Yeah, local. Oh, yeah, sorry. Local anesthetic. General, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Local anesthetic. They'd, to, they'd want to knock me out, Vic. They would. I was so, They'd want to knock me out. The thing is, I had because I hadn't really, my mind's not been anywhere other than death. Um, mm. I hadn't really thought about it. And then suddenly we were there. And then like all the beds were, there was, we had our hospital bed. We didn't stay overnight or anything. It's just literally in and in and out, really. But the beds were laid out with our gowns on each bed. And it just felt really like, oh my God, this is like some sort of weird experiment where they're going <laughs> to actually sterilize me. Also, it just felt weird. And then we all got into our gowns and then they called us sort of like one by one. And um, I went in and lay on the bed. And then the fear just kicked in. <laughs> my legs. Oh my god! I I was like doing the moonwalk underneath this blanket because I could not control my legs, and I was my nervous system is so disconnected from my actual brain because consciously I was like, "It's okay, you're safe, man. You don't need to be worried." But my legs were like, ah! and we're just like going, <laughs> I could not stop. I couldn't stop them moving. And you know, and you're like, this is actually embarrassing because the blankets were shaking so much. And she was like, are you cold? And I was like, no, I'm just actually fucking terrified. And I cannot control my knees. And then it went into my ass. So it was like I was twerking um, like simultaneously with my legs, just like two wet pieces of spaghetti, just fucking shaking. It was... It was really it was disconcerting, and it made me feel in my head. I was going, "Stop it!" Like, can, "Hello, legs." Message to legs: We're all right. You don't need to do this. But they didn't get the memo. Did you feel anything? No. So all I felt was they put a screen up, kind of over my arm. All I felt was the uh, anaesthetic going into my wrist, which fucking hurt. Yeah. And then after that, I couldn't. And that's what's so strange, isn't it? I did not feel uh thing and they do cut and then fiddle around and what they do is they release uh like i think it's the carpal tunnel tent i think they release it whatever they do they chop something they they let it to the wild let it go and then sew it up and um yeah (laughs) i mean it was kind of weird because there was a trainee in there and then they were doing the stitches and the guy was she was like so so why aren't you using disposable stitches he said, oh, no, I don't like them. I'm very old school. And actually, um, this is just very little interesting little fact for everybody. The the nylon stitches create a better scar. 
you have less scarring. Oh, there you go. So I've got to go back in two weeks and have it um, have those removed. But mate, I can't tell you how much I don't cope well with uh, fingernails. Fingernails yeah. being ripped off. You were saying that about the wrists and the wrists because they're very these... delicate, aren't they? Oh, it's just. <sighs> yeah, and you know, and then afterwards, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that was fine. It was absolutely fine." And I hadn't quite co- kind of comprehended how um, I actually wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. It's like, oh shit! I can't. I can't use my hand. So oh, it's been in a little I bandage. Actually, I'm not gonna lie, and a sling. I actually feel a little bit faintly talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so tempted to send you a photo because it looks like Frankenstein. So I've had to take off the plaster now and just give it a clean and put a new one. I've got to do that every day now. And it's a lot. I sh- what was really funny is that the kids have been so interested in it. And I'm not, I mean, it's been great. I've been milking it. I've been like, no, sorry, mummy can't do that. She's only got one hand. Sorry, I can't do that. Now I'm off duty. <laughs> so Rob's had to do everything. Um, but then yesterday, they Edith loves being, you know, she's 1950s housewife, isn't she? Yeah. So she just wants to care for people. Um, she was like, can I change your plaster for you? So, okay, you can do it. But I did say to her, I'm going to warn you, it doesn't look very nice. So if you don't like it, then just look away or whatever. And we, I got I got it out and Oliver was like, I want to see it. And then Oliver just started doing this. <laughs> like making like a vomiting sort of like face. And his little tongue was going oh, like that. Like he didn't know how to cope with seeing it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put it away because I'm don't. i not sure that you like it. And he was like, no, I don't like it. I don't want to look at that, mummy. So yeah, that, that's one thing. Oh, which has been a lot, and uh, if we can move on from that quickly, that very painful at times, Laura. Oh, Oh, mate, mate, lad, have mercy. I'm telling you now, Steve. uh, Steve said to me the other day, he was like, "I've got some significant bruising down my legs because I um, went paddle boarding. I don't know. Yeah, you did. I I fell off and I couldn't get back on, and then I fell off again. I fell off two times. Uh, in total three times actually I fell off three times so I have significant bruising down my leg and also obviously I had my sciatica and then on top of that I've been ill and Steve was like Laura if there is one thing I can confirm is that you have made it abundantly clear on all three things on multiple occasions so if I had that I can't help it it's like the theatre is is everywhere for me the stage if there is an opportunity for me to Amateur, dramatic, dramatic, everything. I will, and even down to injury, I can't help it. I cannot help myself. So oh, if I had that God. done, Steve would point me out. He'd be like, "I don't want to hear it." Yeah, I, you know, it's okay today. So what is it? Sunday today. I had it on Tuesday. It feels a bit better, but it's just oh. And, and then the other thing, other things that have been going on this week. Um, had a last minute job come in, which involved me going to York. Uh-huh. I live in London. York is a very long way away. Well, where did, what did I say to you? I went, where even is York? And you went, Yorkshire. Yorkshire. <laughs> I was like, oh, the clues in the title, I guess. Well, that was a trick question. Oh, my God. But it was like one of those where, you know, we are freelance and we 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 have to take work. We go we where the it. money is. We go where the money is. And a bit involved taking the kids up as well, which was like, okay, slightly stressful to take up the kids. And we had to go up on Friday. But on Friday morning... We went to, without the kids, I went to the funeral parlour and sat with my dad's coffin, which was a very surreal experience. Um, glad I did it. I felt I had so many feelings about it in the lead up to it. Did like, you see him? Was it an open casket? No, no, no. no. no it wasn't I've, an open casket. Just every that single I can't understand. 
fucker that has died in my family. We've had to have an open casket. And I'm like, why? I don't want to see their decrepit old fucking jaw hanging off. Do you know what I mean? Like the my when my auntie dies, she she was a lot younger. Um and like we hadn't seen her getting poorly because she was out in Canada. So when she died and we went out there, and it was like the um what is it called? Summit in rest, isn't it? Chapel of rest there. Well, you have to go there. That's and, right, open casket. and I was like, no, I'm not going in. And even knowing that I was in the, the same building yeah. that she was in and there was a room and her dead body was, it fucking freaked me out. Yeah. I was like, I almost felt like I wanted to like try and get out of my skin. It was like, oh, I don't like this feeling. It was weird. I never want to fucking open casket. No, nobody, no. nobody, people don't even like my face alive. I'm gonna like it. <laughs> Death. Exactly. It's terrifying enough just here now. Exactly. It's, like, yeah, alive. Um, it was it was very comforting. And I think for for um us, so we went, you know, as a family, immediate family, and my niece came because we're not gonna have children at the funeral, we decided, uh, because there needs to be space for the parents to actually like basically well like a banshee and also i think it's like i've thought about this a lot with my boys i don't think i would i don't they wouldn't cope very well with it anyway no they don't the thing is you know that yeah mine are my kids are six and four they don't really fully grasp the concept of death because they're too little and um you know we are going to have, and someone suggested this on Instagram actually, which it's been really nice talking about death on Instagram um, because I've had so many amazing messages from people just really echoing the feelings that I'm having right now. Um, but also they've had some really nice suggestions of stuff of like how to sort of process it all or cope with it or little things that you can do. And one of them was about the kids um, and what they did with their grandchildren or all the grand all the grandchildren was they had a little goodbye granddad ceremony. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So they I didn't come to the that. funeral. Yeah. So we're going to do exactly the same. Um, I mean, all the kids um are going to give my dad uh, a little note and a drawing to go in the coffin with him, which is lovely. Yeah, that is lovely. Um, but then we're gonna have a little party at my at my not my nan's, she's dead as well. That would yeah, be your dad's dead. Nan. Um my your mum's nan. house. Your nan's dead. <laughs> my mum's house. And um they're all going to write little notes and we're gonna put them uh attach them to a lantern and then let the lantern go into the sky. Oh, kill so, an owl, lovely. That's it. Kill an owl. Yeah, I mean it's a biodegradable lantern, it's fine. <laughs> kill an owl for Ian. Um so yeah, I think it's a really sweet little concept and then have a little party and just talk about him and, you know, celebrate his life, but in a very child-friendly kind of way. I actually think that that is kind of, I don't know. I, I don't, I think that the way that we do funerals in this country is very hard hitting for adults, let alone kids anyway. Yeah. And like Elliot was three when Steve's stepdad died and he did come to the funeral and like it actually, the impact of losing Papa to Elliot was quite significant and Elliot ended up with a bit of a sort of a stammer afterwards and you know I don't think we recognize or acknowledge how much of an impact it can have have on kids and I think you know we tailor everything but we don't really tailor death to children no I don't even think we fucking tailor it to 
adults mate no i think it's one of those it's weird isn't it there's i think there's kind of two anyone schools. that's listening that takes their kids to funerals is fine we're not judging oh Obviously, no we, not at all it's if your i call, could do it you know your if kid. i could do it again i wouldn't take elliot and when it came to the scattering of steve's stepdad like his ashes he wanted them to be left on the beach so like they did it down the beach and i said steve i don't want elliot to be part of that so we chose to not have elliot part of that but he had come to the funeral. Yeah. And I think in hindsight, if I'd done it again, would I have made him go through that? No. He didn't need to be there. No, I, I think too for us as the parents, like I I need to be vulnerable. Like I need yeah. to be able to cry like an absolute cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and not worry about it. And, you know, not be asked like, Mommy, I need to go to the toilet. Or because yeah. that's what would happen. They just don't is. really get it, you know? So yeah, that was our sort of reasoning behind um, not bringing them. And I love the little granddad ceremony thing. I think I that's, that's loads nicer. And what we've told them, um, because we're not religious, is that he's he's in the sky, he's in our hearts, he's all around us, we can talk to him when we want to. Um, and that's what they do. Sometimes they're randomly just like, granddad! <laughs> Which is a little what? disconcerting. Like our boys, <laughs> they're like convinced oh. that Papa, uh, uh, Toby never met. Wayne, but like you know, obviously his memory lives on in all of us, and um, he's a robin. Like we've been to so many different significant places, and just little robin. Oh, oh, here here comes a little pud. What are you doing, babe? Fixing this. Do you know what, sweet? I can't really use my hand because oh no, right, I might be able to do it one handed. Okay, it's his little bum bum. It's fallen off. Hello. Hello. Right, bye bye, Oliver. Oh, just my hand really hurt then. Oh, oh darling. Oh, darling, darling, darling. It's just darling. so weird. It's like oh, just gosh. a little, tiny little flinch can just set it off. Oh, mate, mate. Oh, I'd have to lay down. I really so would. Um, um, where were we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, we're we're convinced that Wayne is a Robin. Yeah, it's because, lovely. And, and also, what a lovely thing. Like, even if it's not, who gives a shit? doesn't matter. Yeah. It gives everybody comfort. And Steve's mum's convinced she's, he's a Robin as well. Yeah. So so yeah, we did, we I went to see him and then that was strange but nice and comforting. And then um we had to get in a car and drive to York for six hours, which was Beautiful. fucking hell. Yeah. Um didn't get up there till 6 30. Kids were wild because they've been trapped in the car. And um, also, like I I which I know is worse, but I get to a point in car journeys where I, if they say, Can I have this? and I go, Yeah. I know. Yeah, you can do. I, can don't I? You? Can I have a kilogram of sweets? Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Can I have this whole tub of pick and mix? Yep. Can I have another bag of crisps? Oh yep. my god! I literally can don't I have care. a can of Coke? Yep. <laughs> can I have a line of speed? Absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Oh, indulge it all. Indulge it all. Um, yeah, it was. It was not fun. And then, oh my god, just because we we thought, well, we're here at six thirty. Let's let them stay up late, which we never do mistake of course it was it's my children and um bedtime was yeah pretty chaotic so i don't think they went to sleep till nine o'clock which may as well be 1 a.m for my children co-slept again laura kill me now i just can't i can't do it and then she woke up at 5 30 so and i couldn't sleep anyway so i just had all this death anxiety oh, God. let's just say i had um a very big emotional outpouring uh yesterday afternoon and um yeah we drove back to london very early this morning and it only took us three and a half hours on the way back so we're home now and i feel so happy to be home because it's the funeral tomorrow so i just kind of wanted to be in my own space you know 
I think it's important. I think it's nice to be in your own space and yeah. just your own comfort. You feel a little bit more in control of like your life. I do. When... Yeah. I felt, I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's grounding, isn't it? Being at yeah, home. It's... I feel safe and grounded and that's what yeah. I need right now. Absolutely. So yeah, it's been a week and a half. We How? haven't got to a fucking story, mate. I know. Well, that's, that's, but that's our, both of our lives really. It's, and it's just the summer holidays. Fuck yeah. It's life. so long, isn't it? So, so fucking yeah. long. Just... So we're halfway through. And I said to I messaged Vic and I was when I was away and I was like, this has been shit. <laughs> and I said I don't know if it is and I maybe it is because we were in this country and I do think that when you don't go away like properly go away you never really feel like you properly disconnect no I know I think you're in the same car you know you're you're doing the same type of shit having to go to the supermarket buying the food thinking of dinner and like it's just the same thing just in another fucking location exactly so I didn't really feel like I got away but I just felt like I've been ill. I've got a bad fucking back. Like we had to go. Oh yeah, that's another thing, Vic. Because obviously my husband is really into fossils. Oh my we, god, stop! We had to go to a beach that was nine hundred steps down <laughs> to look for dinosaur bones. <laughs> oh god, we married such so absolute losers. He is he is the biggest geek going. He was gone <laughs> like for, for fucking ages. He I just forgot, disappeared. I forgot to tell you on the way to um Sussex, uh, it's like around Sussex is Henry the country, apparently. I don't know. Uh, he, I don't know. He spent a lot of time there. And um, all Rodker saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing already. <laughs> Uh, I wonder how um, Henry VIII used to get to London from Sussex before there were proper roads built. I was like, oh my God, actually get lost. Stop saying it. That every five And we drove past a place called Boar Place. Obviously, I was like, Rob, Rob, look, mate, that's where (laughs) you're from, Boar Place. Every time he came out of there. Steve has insane insane amounts of random knowledge like, they need to both go and live in fucking ball place together and just wank each other off with their shit facts yeah it's, it's been such a weird week mm. should, should we just move on and let's just let's, have a story and then wrap yeah. up because yeah. i need to go and lie down <laughs> i need to lay down just looking at your fucking wrist can you not put the splint on i hate the fact that it's bare uh, if I I can't no right now it needs to be free and easy. It's got the Why? plaster over it. Oh my can you, lord! Can you see the bruising? No, stop! Go away! Go away! <laughs> Go away! Pack it in. If, oh. if I have to look at that in intervals, so you've talked about it and that's made me feel a little bit faint. Now you're going to have to give me a good twenty four hours before you let me see the bruising. Take a All picture right. and then send it to me. But beforehand, please do not. Just give you a break. I'll give you a break. Are you going to give us a story? You know what? I could what a a shall I say it one more time? Confession. My friend got frisky with her boyfriend. The next day, heard a squeaking. Turns around to see her teething daughter jumping down on her butt plug. Oh my god! No, you can you know exactly the noise as well. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, actually quite a lot of those teething toys do look oh, like cock rings, don't they? But yeah. with like bunnies on them and shit. So saying that, yeah, we, there's a, we sell a bunny cock ring. So <laughs> it's just it's Keep black, them away from so, teething children. Well, or put them in the freezer and, you know. Or chomp away. Chomp away. <laughs> when in Rome, I guess. 
Oh my God. So I've got a story here. I don't know. I, well, I guess this is comeuppance, isn't it? I am a cleaner. and One of my clients was so awful and rude. I went for a quick wee and wiped myself on a clean duvet. Oh. <laughs> oh. I no longer clean for her. <laughs> can you imagine? That's balls. That's a ballsy move. I can only assume it's an ensuite. Otherwise, that's dedication to the to the art. Of how yeah, how do you it? not like drip on the way there? I suppose. And, you know, it depends how leaky your pee hole is. Walking across the landing with your knickers around your ankles, just so that you can wipe your your minge on her. But also, wouldn't you see it? I suppose if it was the last clean that you were doing for them, and you knew this is it, I'm never coming back here. You could be like, yeah, that's all right. I'll do that. But otherwise, yeah. You know what, though? It's like, too obvious, I really, isn't it? I really want to get a cleaner yeah. because I just can't, I'm just shit at managing my life, basically. And that it's these little moments where I go, and this is why I haven't done it. Yeah, I know, but you're not a massive cunt. So you'll be all right. You're, you're not going to be rude. You're, you're not going to be rude and horrible to them. You are going to attach yourself to their friend, befriend them. <laughs> like a it's long true. lost sibling yeah and be like oh and be my like, god i love you so much how i've been love you. how yeah. have i taken all this i mean i just i don't give that love away freely that is it, you know there are levels there are some people that are acquaintances and then yeah. you are top tier yeah so you know you're Oops. in the you're in the top yeah. tier but the top tier is an, an elite part of my life not many people get there i think the thing is with a cleaner um, I don't I think mean, a cleaner would be there because she'll have, have to have touched my dirty potential pants. And but she might do that, mate. You know, I feel like that's a level in which you can't go into a deep relationship with someone. I think you know? it's, it could be such There's a, a line. beautiful. It's a beautiful relationship when it's right because I've said this many times on here. A, the, a cleaner is the most underrated job. I ever agree because completely. Of the, absolute sanity that they bring to especially women's lives yes order cleanliness oh love it yeah but you know the thing that I have though the thing that I have Vic and and the biggest issue that I can't get past with regards to all of it is if they weren't very good we both you and I know I wouldn't be able to get rid of them no no that is difficult and And yeah I've I've had quite a few shit cleaners but what there's been like a bit of a pattern where they initially start and they're amazing Mm -hmm. and then it just gets the service just gets shit because you think oh have you got comfortable but then you just have to be like sorry it's not working out but then when you find someone that's amazing you just fucking hold on to them like they are dear life that's born child yeah Yeah. for dear life Uh, because it is an absolutely incredible Incredible blessing. I think it would depend on whereabouts I am in my cycle as to whether I would wipe my dirty hoof on clean laundry. But I, I could see myself doing it. I could. If someone really fucked me off, I, I'm at that point in my life. I think I'm that close to the menopause that I think I, I could potentially go there. I would do it. But yeah, if we were ovulating, then I mean, you could then you'd just be like, Jesus. oh my God, how's a snail got into the fucking bedroom? A fucking gigantic African house snail has somehow got in. Oh my God, this just reminds me of something really funny because you know, we had the old story about um, clitty litter. Oh, famously, yeah. famously. Well, it's not famously at all. But it on is the podcast, famously. we were talking about it. Um, clitty litter is when you get a piece of tissue paper stuck in your minge. 
Um, and someone had said that they'd someone had been going down and then been like and like pulled out, you know, like a magician scarves out of their mouth. It was just tissue paper. Um, and then I asked Rob on air, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, you've had that loads of times." And I was completely mortified. Anyway, um, Edith, who is my shadow, as we all know, she loves just to come to the toilet with me. And if I say I'm going to the toilet, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm coming to the toilet too. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming to the toilet. I need a wee." Yeah, let's go, girls. All the time. Just Anyone home, says mate. I need a wee, she's like, "Yeah, I need a wee. I need a wee," which she absolutely doesn't. Anyway, so she was stood there waiting for me to go to the toilet, and I wiped myself. <laughs> and I stood up, and my knickers were obviously still down around my ankles, and she just pointed at my fanny and was like, "Um, mom." what is that and I looked down and I had like a whole piece of paper just <laughs> like not even scratched up just literally like like flat, a piece of ham like a piece of ham in a sandwich exactly it was yeah. like the slice of sliced cheese yes a bit of gouda between the two buns <laughs> It's the way a she gouda was, gash. She a gouda gash. She looked at me so disdainfully and was like, "Um, uh, mum, <laughs> you dirty bitch." <laughs> so funny. It proper made me laugh. And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, better take that out, actually." <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, and another thing, just on the subject of fannies. Other day, she says, uh. <laughs> Mummy, mummy. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, I just did another one. I was like, what, what? I did a fart out my fanny. She loves it. She loves it. Because she's a fanny farter. She, it, well, it's hereditary. I believe it just follows in the generations of your family. Yeah. I know. She gets it from Auntie Ellie, a <laughs> trumpeting from the minch. <laughs> oh, like, you know what I can't get over is the way that you are positioning your fucking hand. No, because it's so stiff. Look, I have to try and kind of, I can't really bend it in if you know what I mean I can totally relate I can't relate because I don't I can't even begin to imagine the horror but it just feels so strange the, the crab pincer is out yeah it just I have to the be like pincer. I just have to be like hello it's I like, just have a really flat hand it's like you would be great at the Beyonce you should have put a ring on it yeah that's it that's if it if you like me then you should have put oh, a ring on if it. you ah. want full functioning wrist action put <laughs> A cut on the tendon. Yeah. It looks like one of those fake. fake. <laughs> oh, oh, mate, I've got to keep it still. You know, the worst is going to sleep because oh, I don't know I what to do with it. I'm just like, hello? <laughs> oh, arm does not belong to me. It's so uncomfortable. I've had to lay it out sort of like quite royally, regally on a pillow, just like that. It's very uncomfortable. Oh, oh yeah. But hopefully it will remove all pain and it'll be worth it. Um, only time will tell just uh, before we leave I just want to tell you a little story that ended our holidays we were driving to the ferry driving through I was driving because Steve's back hurt fucking sick mate Steve and there was a, a really really horrific smell and I thought it was sewage like it was really bad Anyway, the kids in the back, they start gagging because my kids have got really sensitive gag reflex. So like, <laughs> like <"Whoa." you. laughs> I was I was like, they were like, Mum, put the window down. I was like, don't put the window down. It's outside. It's the sewage. It's all the cows. It was Steve. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's, still, he's got a smelly bot, honey. I, I would do anything for his backside to just not be so volcanic. It's awful. I it, hate how much a, he farts. This it's is it, vile. mate. Although, do you know what? I have actually just realised that since I've stopped drinking, my farts haven't been as bad. 
Steve and doesn't be- really drink very often no. anymore. It's, it's oh. awful. It, it, oh, mate. It's not even that they smell. It's just the fact that he does it all the time. Yeah. It makes me not want to ever have sex with him. Well, it doesn't stop you, though, because you're always no, it having sex with him. I don't always have sex with him. Because I don't. But, like I said to him before, I'm like, if you continue to fart like this, I won't have sex with you. <laughs> and he's like, how oh. serious it is. Because it really ruins the contract. Life. It's like a prenup. A farting contract. We will we will end this relationship if you're not able to keep your amus in check. I would say nothing because it is the other way around in my in my relationship. It's, it's me. But then he has the absolute fucking audacity to moan, but oh Laura, you farted. It's like fuck off. Yeah. He farts more than he talks. He says that, yeah, that's Rob's basically general sort of opinion of me. So <laughs> Because uh, I do like, complain about shit all the time. He's like, um, "Excuse me, you're fucking asshole." <laughs> um, right, let's right, go. Should we, should we go? Uh, so, if you would like to send us a story, um, you know the score. Any any business whatsoever, please email us at, at noholdsbarredpodcast at gmail dot com. Or what else can they do, Lara? They can head on over to our Instagram page at No Holds Barred Podcast and slide on into our DMs. Woohoo! And don't forget, you can get your sex toys, sex toys, sex toys at the No Holds Barred Podcast. And you know, someone messaged me because um, I told that little story about Edith doing the funny fart. She calls her vagina a vagina. Vagina. A vagina, which I love because the kids are like, me oh, of, your vagina. Um, um... Ballerina, what's her name? Yeah, what, what was her name? The ballerina, I, I can't remember the little mouse. Yeah, yeah, what was her name? I, I don't know, remember. but vagina makes me think of her. Vagina, but then someone messaged and said, um, about the way I say vagina, and they're like, this makes me laugh because whenever I listen to you on the podcast, it sounds like you're saying vagina with an F rather than a V. Say it, say it again, I've never... vagina, it does sound like a f- yeah, I think it's the London, the, isn't it? It, it? Is it? It's a London thing. It's yeah, a London I, thing. Just, just talk like a absolute yeah. scumbag, basically. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could think that for thing, but not vagina. Yeah, like thing, like f i n g. It's yeah. a yeah. I don't know. Well, there you go then. So apparently, it's I a say Victoria it. thing. Vagina. Yeah, vagina. Because you, yeah, because you don't call yourself for di- for di- <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't even do it. You don't call yourself Victoria. 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 I suppose it's the the letters, as in the the V and the A. So the yeah, I, I do think it does sound like an F. Now that she said it, I was like, oh yeah. I'm not going to change it because who I am. All right, it's who, who I am. I am right? I'm fucking who London. I am. Who I am. <laughs> um, all right, Sags. We will see you next Tuesday. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. Bye 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 bye. bye, 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 bye. bye, bye.